Hello and welcome back to the Marketing Slice by Hurry, the show where the team at Hurry give you all the latest marketing insights, hints and tips that aim to help you improve your results right now. I'm Ashley and in this episode we will be discussing how to choose the right KPIs for your dashboard. So let's get stuck right in. When it comes to organizing and analyzing data, the benefits of using a dashboard cannot be overlooked. By providing a clear visual representation of data, a dashboard will highlight overall progress towards your key goals. Whether it's a campaign-specific dashboard, overall company health dashboard, or a sales analytics dashboard, the main goal is to provide a highly visual, quick display of data used for decision-making, empowering employees, and measuring overall performance towards a goal. In this podcast, we will dive deeper into some of the benefits of dashboards and discover how to determine which KPIs and metrics you should include on your dashboard. So what actually is a dashboard? Well, just like a car dashboard highlights problems with the car's performance, an analytics dashboard will do the same for your business and campaigns on one panel. Instead of seeing an engine warning light or a fuel empty symbol though, you will see numbers, values, charts and graphs And from this, you can decipher what is performing well and what areas need improvement. A good dashboard guides you to do more of what's working well and less of what is not by pulling in data from numerous sources and platforms and presenting them all in one place. So your marketing dashboard might pull in data from your email marketing platform like MailChimp or Klaviyo, your website's performance from HubSpot or Google Analytics, your social media metrics from LinkedIn and Facebook, and your sales data from Shopify. Think about the amount of time you would spend manually going into each of those platforms and exporting the data for a report. The beauty of a dashboard is that once it's connected to your tools, the data will automatically populate in close to real time. Other benefits of using dashboards include improving communications and data visibility between teams and departments, identifying areas for improvement, spotting patterns and trends in historical data, and they allow you to track the most important KPIs in one place. In order to get the most from your dashboard, you need to know how to determine what data to include. And for many, this can be the tricky part as there's so much data out there. It's easy to get sidetracked with KPIs and metrics that aren't important, making it difficult to determine what truly matters for your team or your business. Here are our top tips to consider when choosing which KPIs to include on your dashboard. Our first tip is to consider your audience. Dashboards can often be set up without a user in mind. Depending on who is using the dashboard, it's crucial to include the KPIs that will be of most benefit to them. Think about the purpose of the dashboard, who it's for, and what you want them to do differently because of it. Take a marketing dashboard, for example. While there may be many departments viewing the dashboard, like the sales team, the finance team, and the management team, The main user of the marketing dashboard is the marketing team. The clue is in the name. So it makes sense to only include the KPIs most relevant to them. The purpose of the dashboard is to track the marketing team's performance through clear data, facilitate decision-making and plan future marketing strategy. While it might be useful for the marketing team to know the current sales pipeline and the number of sales closed this quarter, that data doesn't actually provide the marketing team with value to shape the marketing strategy and might actually overwhelm the team with data, potentially even distracting the team from focusing on the most important data. Our next top tip is to choose relevant KPIs. A dashboard must measure something meaningful and should be directly linked to your main goals and objectives. 
Start with a clear understanding of key business objectives and use this to decide what KPIs are needed that clearly show progress towards those goals. If the KPIs are not relevant, then they're quite literally a waste of space on your dashboard. If a KPI has been created using the SMART technique, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound, then you're off to a flying start as they will already have been created with your main goals in mind. If you're not sure how to create SMART KPIs, ask yourself the following questions. What is your overall goal or target and how will you measure it? How will you know if or when you've reached your goal? What types of values or measures will provide you with the evidence to show that you're on track to achieving your goals? And where will you collect the data? KPIs are only useful when they show what your specific indicators of success are in a way that can actually be measured. So if one of the main objectives is to grow the business, then you will want to ensure all of the KPIs in your dashboard relate directly to this goal. You might want to include sales revenue, net profit, monthly recurring revenue, or the number of active customers. All too often, dashboards can quickly turn into a dumping ground for any and every KPI. But just because it can be measured doesn't mean it should be measured. Our next top tip is to avoid vanity metrics. These are the KPIs that look good at a glance, but don't actually offer much of an impact on your strategy. While they initially might seem impressive, they can actually be misleading as they provide no real insight into how your business or your team is performing overall. One way to identify a vanity KPI is to ask yourself the following questions. Will the metric lead to a decision or a course of action? If the answer is no, then it's likely that the KPI is a vanity metric. Can the results of this metric be easily reproduced in the future? If the answer is no, then again it's likely that the KPI is a vanity metric. Is the metric accurate and does it tell the full story? Yes, you guessed it. If the answer is no, then it's probably a vanity metric. An example of a vanity KPI is the number of app downloads. Yes, it's nice to monitor this regularly, but including it in your dashboard doesn't really give much valuable insight. This is a number that will always grow, so in theory it seems encouraging, but by itself it doesn't actually offer any real value. Our fourth top tip is to include KPIs that are automatically populated. One of the main benefits of a dashboard is that they are highly efficient by saving you time and effort by automatically consolidating multiple data sets into a single user-friendly interface. This means you will no longer have to manually calculate and input the data yourself. But if you choose KPIs that are coming from a platform or a channel that is not connected with your dashboard, then you will need to manually calculate and enter the data directly. Inputting data this way greatly increases the chance of human error occurring, especially when copying and pasting data in different formats from various platforms. If users are making decisions based on the dashboard, then those decisions could be based on incorrect data. Dashboards are intended for rapid consumption, so should update fast and often. Manually inputting data may result in a lag, especially if the person in charge of updating the data is off work or simply forgets to update the dashboards. If the manual KPIs haven't been updated, the data quickly becomes unreliable and outdated, making it difficult to accurately assess or analyze the data. Our final top tip is to include both leading and lagging KPIs. The whole point of a KPI is to highlight performance and track progress towards an intended result or goal. Basically, they are how teams track their performance, 
but there are different types of KPI that should be included in your dashboards to get the most value. So to get a much better shot at success, it's best to know how you've performed previously and how you're performing now. To do that, you should include both leading and lagging KPIs. A lagging KPI is backwards looking, showing what has already occurred to gain insights for future success. Leading KPIs, on the other hand, are forward looking and help lead to success by meeting overall objectives. They highlight if you're currently on track and help you plan ahead to reach your goals. Say for example, you're a sales rep and your goal is to increase sales. For your leading indicator, you could include new opportunities and the number of calls, meetings and demos you got planned. And your lagging indicator could be total sales revenue or closed one opportunities. It isn't always easy to find the right KPIs for your dashboard, but once you have, you will be able to see the bigger picture much more clearly. Every business will have different goals and objectives with different KPIs to measure performance. The trick is to keep these in mind at all times, along with who will be the main user of the dashboard, what they want to use the dashboard for, and ensuring the dashboard is integrated with the right tools. From sales and customer service to HR, accounting and more, Every department can benefit from seeing their data on a dashboard, as long as it's the right data. If you've enjoyed this podcast, then you can subscribe for free anywhere you get your podcasts. Feel free to share with a friend if you think they might enjoy it. And don't forget, you can find other resources like guides, videos, blogs, and infographics over on our website at www.hurry.co. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us again soon.